The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is the four-man rush. You know, after using these life-changing products, you're going to want to uh, join a ball sack beauty contest, buddy. I'm looking out for you, too, because I have an exclusive 20% off discount on behalf of the 4-Man Rush and Manscaped. Use this code 4MRSCAPED20, okay? That's 4MRSCAPED20, all one line, right? Go to manscaped.com and you get 20% off and free shipping off of your total order isn't that i mean that's dude that's 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 really good stuff it's really good stuff you you gotta check it out right that's 4mr skate 20 that's the code punch that in on um, on your way out when you check out if you get all your goodies and there you go man and enjoy keeping your ball sack in tip top shape so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code 4mr skate 20 at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code 4MRSCAPED20. It's 2021, folks, and you still got Bush. <laughs> Change that with Manscaped. Panther Nation was good. We're talking Steelers tonight, folks. Last preseason game of the preseason. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to the Four Man, Look, Four Man Rush podcast, uh, recording live on Twitter and Facebook. Glad you guys are here. Um, for some reason, I can't talk. Maybe it's the tequila. I don't know. <laughs> Glad you guys are here, man. Um, and as always, shout out to Manscaped uh, for uh, you know supporting the, the, the uh, Four Man Rush podcast and all that good stuff. And, of course, thank you guys for ordering from, from uh, Manscaped. What's up, Shannon? How you doing? Well, how you doing? How you doing? Doing well myself. Thank you so much for asking. I'm uh, just waiting on the fellows to get on here, and we're going to talk some Panther football. Uh, you know, Steelers preseason game coming up, and it's going to be a doozy. After that Ravens game, hopefully we'll see a swing. Even though it's preseason, we're still gonna, hopefully we'll see a swing and see what's going on. Um, yeah. 
preseason has been kind of iffy. And, and, you know, it's, you know, the, the defense, you know, there's, it's a different transition with the defense. What's up, Larry? How you doing, brother? It's a, um, it's a different transition with the defense going into the regular season, you know, cause it, it's defense is based on reacting. All right. Or like, you know, just react, reaction to the ball, movement of the ball, things of that nature. What's good, Jelani? How you doing? How you doing? What's up? What's up? Hey, Steven. Um, so it, hopefully this offense can get this shit together. Because, <laughs> I mean, even though it's the Jets week one for us, I mean, if, if we can't score points, man, it's always going to be, you know, the issue. But, um, you know, CMC is going to get some touches on uh, on Friday night and all that good stuff. So, you know, we'll see. Shannon said, uh, another, another day to celebrate bringing a Panther fan. Robbie got re-signed. He sure did. Plus, we got a kicker. Hold your horses. <laughs> I'm good, Jelani. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, just ready for Friday. I'm ready to talk about football with, with the pops and the fellas. You know. You know. Um, Green Bay's looking like they're going to take, take the uh, division again. So, congrats on that. <laughs> I don't see any competition going on with them. Uh, with Green Bay uh, uh, in, in that division, so we'll, we'll we'll see. But doing well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, we got we got Robbie uh, extended uh, to uh, 2023. Um, and you know, conversation on Twitter talking about maybe he'll maybe he'll be a trading piece because we got some young studs coming through. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, Robbie, uh, Robbie and DJ have a have a good rapport, so I like that. I like that. What's up, boy? Um, yeah, yeah. That defense, they 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 gonna make some noise. They gonna make some noise. Um, it, depending on our offensive line, man, if we can maintain a good stout running game, uh, you know, and, and a good stout defense, I mean, you guys know that's a recipe for for winning games. So you know. As long as we don't turn the ball over in the passing game and you know, utilize these weapons we got, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but it all starts up front. And you know how we'll be talking about that offensive line, boy, I tell you. Uh, what's up, Shannon? I know it seems like a luxury that we have DJ you know, and Terrence and Shy, yeah. But 1,000-yard receivers don't grow on trees. Plus, you know, Terrence and Shy, yeah. Yeah, they do need it to develop. You're right, man. They're in a good position because I, I think hope, hopefully, hopefully, um, Joe Brady has learned his lesson and we'll start utilizing tight ends more this year. Um, and we won't have to go to, you know, four wide things of that nature. We can just rotate the slot receiver in and mix that up. And it could be DJ in the slot. It could be shy and the smart could be, you know, Terrace or whoever. Um, and, and just keep the, keep the, uh, defense guessing and just, and just get a stout run game with, with CMC, man. Um, hopefully get some one-on-one with him out in the flat and, you know, uh, I guess a safety or a linebacker it don't don't really matter. <laughs> CMC's a stud. So, um, James, what's up, man? Um, do I believe in Sam Darnold? Um, I don't know. I I, I don't. I haven't seen enough of him. I, I I really. I don't. I don't know. I have to see him in a game situation with CMC behind him, right? And 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 just and just uh, see if that chemistry kicks. You know, if he, you know, check down when he has to, and get the ball in the space when he has to. Um, 
he has he has the capabilities, man. If you've seen this guy play, he he, sh- he has flashes of you know some uh, great arm strength, um, reading the defense in in, in in situations. I mean, I'll I'll believe in him when I when I see what he's capable of. If, if he's not bringing those bad habits back from from New York, I I think we can win win some de- win some games, man, and and uh, make a push for the wild card spot. But you know we got a tough division. You know how Tampa Bay is, right? So I, I, I don't know, man. Um, I believe he, I believe he can get things done. The question is, will he, will you know, will he resort to his old tendencies because that offensive line is a little shoddy? Uh, will, will he resort to his old, old self again? <laughs> Start turning that ball over like crazy. Uh, I'm not going to suggest you go look at his, his stats from the last two years, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Shannon, we well, it would be great if we could get a uh, Antonio Brown like pick, right? Yeah. Uh, Shaw Smith, Sha Smith is ready to play, folks. I like I like that kid. I like I like him, and a lot of the guys from the former rush like him too. He's uh he's he's a hell of, he's a hell of a player. He he truly is. He truly is. So, but yeah, it would be great if we could have got something out of that, man. Um, his his route running capability is, is stellar for for him to be, you know, that low in the totem pole, so to say. He's he's a stellar wide receiver. Love it, love it. Um, so appreciate you guys coming on, man. Loving it, loving it. Up oh, there's Kevin Avery. What it do? What it do? And himself. They did. Yeah, we got we got fans here talking about talking about Shy Smith, next Steve Smith, man. I, his, his route running, his route running is nice. We'll see. He the, whoa, I come in. Hey, they already talking good. Can he get some regular season stats first? I mean, really, like true. Yeah, no. I, I, I think they got the same last name. I know they both short. You know what I'm saying? Oh, got a little, God. got a little like rousal with, with his dows. I get all that, but let's let's. Yeah, we <laughs> boy, we heat we heat praise on in comparisons quick. You know, can it be good? Can at least be as good as Cherry Colbert was when he's had a rookie year. You know, he put up some good yards. Like, let's work right. up that echelon. Y'all shooting high, quick. <laughs> I'm just saying, I like how I feel in here. I like the tone of the room already. Hey, hey, they, they came in ready, man. You know, Shannon, Shannon dropping some shit, man. It's oh, good. yeah. Well, Harris, ladies and Shannon. gentlemen. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got the NC got- on today. Uh oh. Uh, we yeah. all rocking the blue. It's oh, real. I bet Jerry's got on gold and purple, though, you know, looking all off. That's why he ain't got the camera on. Dang it, dog. Dog. Oh, my God. Look, look. I'm going to turn my camera on so you can see. This is purple, actually. See? This is actually purple. So you you was on it. You was on it. I just want people to see my my logo today, though. All right, yeah. You look better that way. Go ahead. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey, who's this kicker that we signed, man? What's what you know about this dude? Check out Twitter page. I just posted all he was like a, a eight school records at Utah State. I think it got me oh. too late though to compete with Sly. I mean, that's not really a fair competition. Mm. I wouldn't get too excited yet, but he got good accomplishments. 
I mean, the Raiders have a good kicker, so he wasn't going to make the team there. So we'll see how he does. Well, there you go, folks. There what, four-year starter? Yeah. He leads the school school records in points scored, 100% of his extra points made, uh, most field goals made. I think it was like, like 79%. One game he hit like 351 yarders in one game. So, I mean, he see what he does. Yeah. Shit, see, we don't kick this too. We don't, we don't discriminate. I mean, but am I the only one that's not going to overreact to the misses in preseason? Like, like there's missed blocks in preseason. Like, like why why kickers can't get their misses out the way, but we can tolerate everybody else. Oh, well, it's preseason. He got to work his way through. But a kicker, you know, he missed. Ah, cut him. Get rid of him. Like, <laughs> like damn. Like, it, it, ain't, ain't we all equal? Or is it separate but equal? I mean, let me know. Talk to me because I, I I'm, I'm just not – don't get me wrong, I get the concern, but when you really look at what he's missed, okay, how many six-yard field goals have been made in the history of the NFL? Maybe even 20 altogether. So mm-hmm. him missing a six-three-yarder, I really – yeah, it counts, but for me it don't count because the odds of making one is, is so slim anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, the 43-yard extra point, all right, I get it. You know, they missed a couple extra points, but Sly was still eighth in the league in field goal – accuracy last year for all the hell that we're raising. You know, now if y'all want to go back to the Linda uh, or Linda Mari days of kicking, you know, maybe that'll make, you know, you know, maybe maybe you have a more appreciation, but like, you know, I'm, I'm just not the one that's worried about uh, Joey Sly until it, till it matters the most. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just me. It, we got bigger issues to worry about than what Joey Sly gonna do because if we, if we got the game coming down to him, then we failed in other areas to begin with. I think last year he missed three extra points. I mean, he's got a he just has like focus problems. It seems like, um, and then we just see him miss another extra point in the preseason. Like, oh, here we go again. So, I mean, is this is going to be a recurring thing? You know what they always say? You know, you learn from your mistakes. You keep making the same mistake over and over again. At what point does it become a problem? Um, I, I, I mean, I don't mind. Sly is a strong leg. He, you know, gets the ball out the end zone on touchbacks. I mean, he can make a 60-yarder. He's got the distance on him. It's just, you know, consistency. I don't think he's done enough to not have competition in camp. That's my problem with it. We shouldn't have went into camp with no kicking competition. Somebody should have been in there that was qualified to actually push him. You know, and I'm not just talking about any old body off the street. You know, talking about left tackle. I'm not saying, like, Greg Little is a competitor, for, was ever going to compete with Cam Irvin to try to have a competition there. You should have built an experienced kicker that can actually push them and bring the best out of each other. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Iron sharper and iron, that type of situation, huh? And as strong as his leg is, I mean, okay, he was 10 or 11 from, it was 11 or 12 from 20 to 29, mm-hmm. perfect from 30 to 39, missed one 40 to 49, and was one for six, 50 plus, but those were some of those 60 yarders in there. But to me, it's the extra points where, you know, he's 20 uh, first in extra point percentage. And that's just not good enough. You know, those are freebies. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll see how this carries over in the regular season, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll get a fire under his ass and he just goes into a run. Start week one. With that said, guess who's 27th in extra point percentage? Who? Harrison Bucker. Oh, now what y'all think about that? <laughs> Message. 
Yeah, let me just throw this monkey wrench into the conversation. <laughs> this ain't no damn tea, but it'll do. Hold on. Mm, sip on that <laughs> shit. Sip on that shit. <laughs> Message. <laughs> Big it up. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, man. Stats are stats, bro. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and just jump into the conversation here. Of course, we're playing the Steelers uh, Friday night, and it will be of the A's, and uh, it's going to be another slugfest. I guess kind of like that, kind of like that that uh, altercation in the, the 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 stands of the Steelers game, boy. Man, so who's who's gonna be slapping who? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it gonna be the Panthers slapping the Steelers, or the Steelers gonna be slapping us in the face? Wait, 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 wait. Tech oh, Karen, don't bring that bullshit down here. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen that video, man, I suggest you go. See it. Wow, <laughs> she wasn't ready for that. <laughs> she just wasn't like as her boyfriend. I would have to reconsider my whole relationship with you. You don't made me viral for the wrong damn reason. Bro. We hit it to the same oh. team. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> that was just ugly. Karen and Kyle <laughs> I mean, sleeping too. Bless his heart. I can't um, he so, me. <laughs> um, I, I guess we'll start with you know our predictions um, on how how things are going to pan out. I know CMC is going to be uh, getting he'll be getting some touches. I'm assuming our um, uh, Mr. Arnold will uh, be starting and things of that nature. Um, uh, will you want to kick us off with um, what, what you see? What, well, what you would like to see um, in, in terms of the Steelers game, and uh, we'll go from there. Oh, what we know so far, Rat Rule said he wants to play as starters or at least a half. Uh, McCaffrey probably not going to play. I don't think he should. We don't really have anything to learn from him. True. Um, Darnold, I know everyone's excited to see what he has, but I don't even think we're going to learn anything about him, to be honest, in a preseason game. Mm. Just to get him in rhythm and get him ready for the regular season. But either way, no matter what Darnold does, people are going to overreact. If he completes eight or ten passes, he's going to be a superstar and lead us to the Super Bowl. If he completes three out of ten passes, the season's over, and we need to tank for what Sam Howell is it this year. So mm. I think we just got to calm our expectations on what we see from him. Um, I think – more importantly, we want to see who's going to get on the back end of the roster. I think that's what I'm more concerned about, not necessarily the starters, but who are going to take these last few roster spots. Uh, quarterback two competition, I think, is neck and neck. Uh, P.J. Walker probably won round one. I think Will Greer obviously won round two because P.J. was in a bit of a slump last week. So we'll see who comes out week three in preseason and helps solidify that QB two spot. Uh, running back depth. Something to look out for. You got Bonifon, you got Chuba. I mean, I mean running back, so we're gonna keep the offensive line competition. I think that's kind of playing itself out. Um, I expect Irving to start week one at left tackle. Um, can Deontay Brown, you know, push John Miller for the right guard position? Probably not just yet. Um, Elfline at left guard, maybe Daly or somebody can push him. We'll see. That's something to watch out for. Wide receiver six and or seven, I think is a big one. I think you got five locks: DJ, Robbie, Terrace Marshall, Shai Smith, and David Moore are probably your five locks. So who's going to win six and possibly seven? It's going to be Omar Bayless sneak onto the roster. Brandon Zilstra, the guy that's played what over two hundred special team snaps for us, plays I think on most of the units too. 
So you're going to take a guy because of receiving skill or you're going to take a special teams contributor for those last couple wide receiver positions. Uh, defensive back depth. Remember, we're missing A.J. Bouye for the first two weeks. So who's going to um, come in and play that nickel spot? So we'll see how that cornerback situation plays out as well. And then we got the safeties. I mean, you know, Sam Franklin going to push Justin Burris for that starting strong safety spot. And if we want to move Jeremy Chin, play some linebacker, who's going to come in and rotate there? So I think that's what we got to be looking for is the competition at the depth positions on these various spots as opposed to worrying about how our starters look. Because that's meaningless. Don't I mean, I don't think you learn anything about our starters in a preseason game. Good point. Good point. Uh, Mr. Kev, what are, what are your thoughts on the, hopefully the front playing, playing more cohesively this week? Yeah, well, for me, I have to go with the starters as far as um, trench play, particularly on offensive line, because um, it's, uh, it, it matters, <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah, you're only going to take seven, maybe eight linemen into a game. So for me, I, I got to see what the starters on the offensive line going to look like, uh, you know, uh, and after, you know, going over, looking over with the uh, smooth, AKA Larry um, about the trench play, I, I had to realize Larry. I had to go back. I had to go back and I had to get a second look at the game against the Ravens. You know, a lot of fans may not like this or think, saying yeah right but for for the small sample he put out there cam Irvin played a damn good job at left tackle uh this past this past game against the uh against the ravens um mm-hmm. i i gotta admit you know that i need to you know get out of my sometimes bias you know perceptions of a player and just really evaluate it. so when i got that second look after um, after Larry told me, and I was and I was sitting there watching, I'm like, oh, "Wow, he damn he he blocked the hell out of that dude!" Or, "Damn, his feet mm-hmm. looking good. He's like really walling them off." Like, so mm-hmm. I don't know if all those DBO laps in Spartanburg <laughs> got him in shape, get him <laughs> right. You know, if that's what it take. You know, hey, you know, I get a T-shirt that say DBO. You know, what I'm saying let's, you know, whatever it whatever the hell it takes, but. um but yeah, but Cam Irvin actually, um, I wanna I wanna see what he'll do um against this uh against this uh, Steelers team. Um particularly. Uh Pat Elfline, uh, you know, that's like talking about carbonated sodas for me. I mean <laughs> he's like I'm really not seeing enough for him to really be more optimistic. I mean, I get his versatility. He can play either guard spots and center. I get all of that, but I've yet to see enough of him on film to be like, okay, that that he's going to be good at, at left guard. Um, watching him on field really makes me miss, miss uh, Greg Van Roten, and I'll just leave it at that. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's that thinking? Yeah. So, um, as far as center goes – uh, Paris in his last year, I know he's going to be 30, 31, if I'm not mistaken, when his uh, contract is up. Uh, I definitely like for him to finish strong. Um, definitely he hasn't, uh, you know, in the few snaps that he's got, I haven't seen anything to make me think that he's not going to put out a a very solid year from us now that he's totally healthy and recovered from the uh, broken leg that kind of hampered him his first year with us. Um, 
So I definitely look forward to uh, checking that out. Um, I know fans are talking about switching Moten to left and, and um, you know, calling Christian at right. But for all you people that think it's so easy to switch from left tackle to right tackle or vice versa, here's what I want you to do for me. You know, next time you're in the bathroom and you got to clean yourself up, instead of using the hand you always use, try using the other hand, see what the results will be. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just have some soap on the on the side somewhere. Right, right, right. Make sure, make sure you know so you got your wrench off, right? Make sure the hot water running. Ooh, make sure, you know, you got the, you know, you, you may have to just jump right in the shower, but yeah, just use your other hand to see if you get the exact same results that you do with the hand that you're used to. Because f- folks gotta realize that just because it says tackle, it doesn't mean you can play any tackle. Yes, mm-hmm. there are a few players in the NFL that can play multiple positions either side extremely well. Yes. Primary example, Elkin Jenkins of the Green Bay Packers, who, by the way, we passed up on for Greg Little. I'm going to leave that alone in 2018. Yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah. So, but as a common rule of threat, it doesn't work. Some players are just left-handed players. Some are left-sided players. Some players are right-sided players. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just to think that you can get the same results. I mean, my God, my 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 crush for this draft is I'm um, hearing reports is really struggling up there in Detroit right now. Panay Sewell, really? Yes. <laughs> like they saying, like the struggle was is is real with him at right tackle. Wow. <laughs> you know, so I I will forever curse the Detroit Lions for ruining for us and for him Mm-mm. because best believe if if he would have fell to us at eight, I know we love JC. J.C. Horn, I, God knows I do, but uh, uh, man, it, talking about this line, if we had him, would be a whole different conversation piece trying to tell you. But anyway, if it was a fist, we'd be drunk. I get it. But um, but yeah, f- for me, for this game, though, yeah, I, I really want to see what the starter is going to do this first half against um, the Steelers team. You know, you, you face a uh, Mike Tomlin team. They're going to be tough. They're going to come after you. They're going to be aggressive. Uh, they're going to be timely with their blitzes, so this definitely be a good warm up for for us coming in. So that's definitely what I'm looking forward to seeing is uh, the actual starters on the offensive line this week for that half. Previews, man, I like previews. Janarius, some input on the old Friday evening. I I, I think we're not out of the woods as far as concerns go right now. Um, my main concern, or the, I guess the biggest question mark still on the roster is the backup quarterback spot. I feel like we hadn't gained any ground in understanding who's quarterback two since camp started. Um, if you look at what both PJ and, and Greer did on the field, <laughs> you can't really fault any, you can't really find many faults in either of the games they played in. It's just going to be interesting to see um, because I think by the time Friday rolls around, whoever's quarterback two is going to be getting those reps behind Darnold. So um, I think we, we haven't – we haven't, and I think that that's a good problem to have because I wish they would have did this sooner. I wish they would have gave Will Greer reps with um, better players around him sooner just so we can kind of see where he's at. But um, – I'm also concerned if I had to name a, a certain person. I'm, I'm I'm really concerned 
about about Shaq Thompson, honestly, because we were led to believe that last year, as he was starting our, at our mic, he was the leader, the tone setter. And at the end of the year, you even saw some of that. Like, he pulled his guys aside, rallied the troops, did all that good stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Also, um, Jermaine Carter got in the game. That kind of changed things a little bit. So, uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like Shaq Thompson is getting lost in the sauce a little bit. And then I run back the, the snaps he played. You know, I, I saw a snap that looked just like last year, Shaq. Pity patting that side, uh, on, uh, into a wrong gap or avoiding blockers and gave up a big first down. And like the, luckily the drive the series right after that we got the interception. But I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled um, at all to say the least for Shaq. So with the guys like Frankie Louisville, I'm not necessarily worried about linebacker. I'm more so worried that um, Shaq may be on the way out um, with the young guys coming in with the speed and all that good stuff. But also players aside, I think one of the legitimate concerns that we should have is red zone play calling. And even though this is preseason, we're installing our basic offense, yada, yada, yada. This has carried over. This is this is not the first time we've seen issues in the red zone. We saw issues in the red zone all last year. And you can blame whoever, whatever, da, da, da. Teddy Bridgewater that got in the end zone this preseason in the red zone. We ain't scored. I'm not sure. Have we scored in the red, from the red zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Was that was that pass in, in Indianapolis to Trimble? Was that in the red zone? Yeah, that was. We, we scored one time in the red zone all preseason. Preseason, we probably visited the red zone like six times. Yeah, that 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 ain't by accident. <laughs> they said by. <laughs> it ain't. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, it was. All, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Tommy Trimble touchdown was by accident. That was by accident. That was by accident. That was that. That part was by accident. So I think I think yeah I think it's a legitimate concern, um, as far as people saying preseason ball don't matter as far as that that's concerned. Well, we all know that's a lie because this is not a preseason problem. This has been a, a problem for a whole season. So um, yeah, it, there, it, there's some going to be some interesting things to watch for um, in this Friday night game, and hopefully we get some answers for them. Mm. Man, you brought up a you brought up a very important point, man. This this red zone situation, it it has carried over, um, and it, this was something that <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, it's, this is something that we, we were dealing with in 2018, 2019. Uh, this, our red zone woes, quote unquote. Just, how, how the hell do we fix that, man? Do, I mean, do we do we? You know, get down and dirty at, at the goal line like we tried to do on fourth and fourth and goal and get punched in the mouth. I mean, what? How do we how do we fix that, Will? What do you what do you think, man? What, how do we how do we fix that red zone situation? You know, whether you want to play in vanilla or you want to do fancy pantsy cutie pie stuff in the red zone, it comes down to one thing: can you move guys off the ball? And I think that's what the problem is: we're not getting um, moving guys. We can't get movement. You know, look at the Raider game last year where, you know, fourth and inches on a game-winning drive, hand the ball off to the fullback, can't even get a push to get convert fourth and inches. You know, at what point, you know, we tried the cutie pie stuff with that um, play they tried with direct snap to Christian McCaffrey two years ago, still can't get in. So, I, would, I mean, what's the common denominator with all of these red zone failures? It's offensive line. When you can't move guys off the ball. You can't create running lanes. You can't get – 
push on, can't uh, get pushed up front, then where are you going to, how else are you going to do it? You got a cutie pie, you know, fancy pants your way into the end zone and do all this crazy reverses, misdirections, try to move guys with that. And that's just not a, a sustainable way to keep winning in the red zone. So until we can start, you know, buckling down, getting nasty, moving guys off the ball, you know, unfortunately we don't have armor and man hurts for that no more, but hopefully some of these other guys can step up. We're going to struggle in the red zone. You got to be able to run the ball. Running backs got to be able to break tackles and, you know, get that yards after contact and just punch it in. We just haven't had that yet. Yeah, and if I can add to that real quick, Lef, what you said, Will, if you don't mind, Tim. Um, you know, people talk about, oh, red zone package or goal line package. Look here. Base, short yardage, red line with a – any personnel package we get out there and we can't get one yard is a problem for me. Now, to be more technical about it, um, you know, when you run a base package, you only putting out seven blockers because you got your five offensive linemen. Like, we had 21 personnel out there for both that third and fourth down play. So, let's break it down. You got your five linemen. You got your tight end. That's the one out the formation. You got your two wide receivers. You got your two backs. So, the Ravens on both cases had nine defenders literally within two yards of the line of scrimmage. And if you look at both plays, the defenders that are not blocked are the ones that make the play. Yep. So for me, I'm looking at it as, okay, I the numbers game won, but I would have liked to have seen us go, you know, heavy package to at least, you know, get that punched in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just for me personally, I just really think that uh, you know, if it wasn't practice, okay, I get that part. But, uh, you know, the, when it's a numbers game, I mean, it's just it's really not that hard to figure out. You know, nine is going to always trump seven. And then we're we're talking about the Ravens nine. Okay, we're not talking about, <laughs> you know, this is like the Publix or the Harris Teeter of, of, of defenses. This ain't no great value or no Aldi's we're talking about here. We're talking about an established, reputable, high quality content type of defense. You know what I'm saying? So um you know now had that been midfield, would that would that put nine in the box? I doubt it. You know, because do you really want to leave your wide receivers, uh your corners with no safety help, you know, playing cover zero type coverage midfield? Eh, I doubt it. So maybe getting that one additional guy out in the box could have possibly helped. Uh but for me on that series, my issue was why we didn't have Tommy Trumbull back there playing fullback instead of a Colin Thompson was my issue. Colin Thompson only had six carry, six career snaps as a fullback, even though he's a tight end. Uh, so just putting anybody back there just to see if it works, that's an issue for me right now. Um, I don't know if you guys probably saw it, but we took a tight end and made him a fullback today. Uh, what's his name? Uh, wait, what's his name? Ricci, number 87? Giovanni Ricci. Yeah, Giovanni Ricci. Yeah, so uh, now don't get me wrong. Now he blocks hard. Now he does blocking. If anyone of y'all remember uh, former blocking tight end great for the Panthers, uh, Richie Brocco, he kind of oh, yeah. reminds of him. You know when he when he blocks. Plus he got some hands. So I really like this tight end depth that we have. But you know, so it's, you know we released you know the fullbacks that we took in the camp. We're taking tight ends, hoping they be fullbacks. I, 
like I say, we we got players that are good at many, but master at none. And I think eventually, I hope it works out, but it's just hard for me to have confidence because on some days it ain't even about scheme. It ain't even about play calling. It's like, we're going to take this ball. We're going to shove it up your fucking throat. And ain't a damn thing you could do about it. We don't have that type of not only right. mind frame, but that type of demeanor and personality. Yeah, some days you you want to be able to say we're gonna run the ball and you can't do nothing about it. It it, it's, it, it has to come to that at some point, and we're Real not talk. there yet. Real talk. It comes it comes down to balls. And yeah. speaking of balls, have you guys tried Manscaped? <laughs> you like that segway? <laughs> if you haven't tried Manscaped, you really need to check it out. Um, if you see this code on the ticker at the bottom. Um, it's for MR Escape 2.0. You guys can save 20% off your entire purchase um, when each and every time you go and use um, uh, Manscaped, uh, of course, at manscaped.com. Uh, manscaped.com. There you go. Um, and, you know, type in that code when you guys check out, man. Save 20% off and get free shipping straight to your house, courtesy of the Four Man Rush and Manscaped. Some great stuff. Great stuff. Especially if you're if you're an active individual, some, some good stuff, man. You guys will love it. You guys will love it. Um, apparently, apparently the I don't I don't well, I don't know if them guys are using Manscaped or not, but damn the balls on and they getting the balls on the goal line, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. JD, what's your what's your thoughts? To to keep it honest with you, uh, I feel like our offense is predicated on spacing. Um, and that that gives me a college feel, and I, I shout out Mr. World right that that man. Play stupid. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I don't let me get my thoughts back together. This man done. Oh man, podcast listeners, is just oh yeah. God. You gotta you gotta chime in on the live, man. It's it's hilarious. Go ahead, Jay. go ahead, Jay. <laughs> okay. Um, this offense is 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 predicated on spacing, so um, we we would spread out. It's a spread like a spread offense to me. So we we would mm-hmm. spread out and have give our our wide receivers space to work in space, give our running backs room to work in space. If you look at LSU and what uh, Joe Burrow did down there with uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall got those guys in space and let them work. Um, that's an issue in the red zone because space is constricted. And uh, in the red zone, you got to either make, you got to make space. And we're just not good at that. Um, we don't have a power. I, I haven't seen a, a solid power scheme blocking all preseason. It feels like, mm. it, it just feels like we're not creating that space. And, and not even just in the run game, I, have, I still haven't seen a, a, a rub concept, and that, that creates space in the passing game. Um, Clemson, whoop, whoever, that won, that was a game-winning rub round in the red zone. So even though space is limited in the red zone, that's not an excuse. Um, mm-hmm. you got to find a way still. I think our our college, our, our offense is just so college, um, looks so much like a college-style offense. And in the NFL, if you're not moving guys like uh, like Will said, you're gonna lose. Yep. Real talk. Real talk. Uh, it's 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 plain and simple, man. You got to punch some person, in, 
person in front of you in the mouth and make them move. Move, bitch. Get out the way. No. <laughs> Get him right. Um, did you guys want to talk about the uh the Ravens game at all? You know, I mean, any um any thoughts on any players that stood out to you that you were like, oh shit, okay. It's time to take notice of Frankie Louvu. Um, yes, uh, um, I mean, this whole preseason, he's been making plays left and right. So, I mean, what surprises him actually challenged for reps in the starting rotation for the linebackers. I thought um, Will Greer, I thought, finally showed why he was worth a – not worth a third-round pick, but, uh, you know, a somewhat highly regarded prospect coming out. I saw some of his flashes at West Virginia, I should say. I thought he had a good – career there. He just never really translated to the pros until last week. I thought um, Sam Franklin, the safety, made a lot of plays. You know, he's making a name for himself to push for starting reps at some point this year. So, I mean, there were a lot of good uh, – Brady Christensen, I thought he's um, finding a home at right tackle. He's had a solid preseason himself. So we'll see how that plays out. I mean, is he going to find a home at right tackle or somewhere on the interior as a guard? So, I know people want to see him in left tackle, but I think we have to do what's best for Brady Christensen in his career, not what's not put him out of position just because we have a need there. So I'm, I'm excited about his development as a pro. You're starting to see the question was with his explosive athleticism that you saw at the combine show up on tape. I think we're seeing examples of that in his first two preseason games on the negative side. Um, I just think we got to be more physical in the trenches up front. I mean, you look at um, what's his name? Um, Bravion Roy, the D tackle we drafted last year in that second D line rotation. They were just all getting pushed around mm. on the um, and uh, you know, in the second half, the Ravens were just running the ball. They weren't even throwing the ball that second half. I mean, it <laughs> controlled the clock, just bullying around, ran the clock out, and I mean, how are you gonna guys out there trying to make the team on that third and fourth rotation? I mean, it didn't help make a name for themselves that game. So that's kind of what I want to see this week is, you know, can we have guys step up and make those fast few roster spots? If you think about it like this, especially with the defensive line, um, Derek Brown, he's not going to play 90, 95% of the snaps. I mean, you're talking about a rotation. It's going to be maybe 60% for the starters, 40% for the second and third string or second stringers. So with that 40%, that's a lot of reps. We can't have a big, drop off on the defensive line performance when our um, starters go onto the bench. So we, we're definitely going to need some of these depth pieces to step up. And plus, you know, you never know who's going to get hurt and who's going to need to step in and get some of those reps. So that's where we're at right now, man. Just guys got to step up. We got to have that next man up mentality, great pride in what you do. You know, your film is your resume. Let's, you know, let's just do better next week. Facts. Facts. Kev, your thoughts on uh, some of the players that stood out to you maybe uh, from uh, this past game with the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, well, for me, you know, you guys, you know, y'all know I love, you know, talking about the trenches, but um, actually, uh, I want to mention um, some secondary players, actually. Uh, Uh Y'all know I I love me some Kenny Robinson. I think he's been having, he's had a very nice training camp and uh, definitely starting to make plays, uh, you know, in the preseason games um, as well. Now, I know that he had got hurt and looks like he – Matt Rose, he's going to be out possibly a uh, 
a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely um, is a player that um, that's definitely caught my eye and and uh, definitely has you know been in a position to make plays and 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 to, you know been showing good coverage and you know coming up and you know making a tackle and things. So uh, it's just good to see him finally uh, get some reps. You know, guys like him and Stanley Thomas Oliver. Um, you know, who definitely had a, a, a pretty nice game, you know, himself. So I, I, those are two guys in the secondary that I've, that I've enjoyed seeing, uh, you know, get some time to show what they learned after their rookie season last year. Um, but now that I mentioned them, let me go back to my bread and butter. Uh, the rookie defensive tackles that we drafted, uh, Davion Nixon and uh, Phil, uh, what's it, Hoggins, Hotskins? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, big, big snack. That's what we like to be called, big <laughs> snack. You know, <laughs> but you know, constantly when you see him plays being made by our backup units, you see a number ninety four, you see a number seventy one. Um, yeah, and I, I just like that because, like, you know, just for what Will was saying, you know, these these are the guys that when, you know, when Derek Brown is not in, and when um, you know Daquan Jones is not in. You know, when Morgan Fox is not in, he's going to be the guy that's going to be coming in and relying on to, you know, keep this party going defensively. So um, I'm definitely a fan of uh, watching these two young rookies, you know, continue to make strides and, you know, find a place to get reps in this defensive line rotation because I would love to have nothing more than, you know, a well-rested, you know, Derrick Brown and Daquan Jones heading into the fourth quarter when it's time to cash them checks. So, um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's definitely uh, what I got my eyes set on. JD, I think the guy I was most impressed with was Christian Miller. Uh, played ninety one percent of snaps, got a QB hit. So that was that was good to see him finally um, come back on the scene and um, look like he's getting his feet under him now. Uh, another guy I was impressed with, even though he had a fumble, Chuba Hubbard. Um, I saw some great pass protection that Smitty pointed out on the um, oh. on the broadcast, and that's not something that um, you see many young um, rookie running backs doing in the league, and that separates you from the the rest of the group. And uh, gave gave his quarterback just enough time to get the throw off and did his job. So that was pretty that was pretty um, satisfying to see. Um, two of the linebackers that stood out to me. Um, Julian Stanford, that's number 50 with the dark visor, uh, mm-hmm. made some good plays in the run game, came up and stuck a couple of times. Uh, he didn't play that much, but he was originally brought in to be a special teams guy. So I thought that was pretty de- nice to see. Um, also, Clay Johnston missed the tackle, but he was, fl- he was flying all over the place there for a couple of drives. So I think that was good to see. Uh, I think one of the most underrated things that we have been the most fortunate at is our punter. And I know people are going to give me flat for this, but um, we're coming off a stretch where we had, what, three elite or elite, almost elite level punters. We had Andy Lee at one point. Uh, we had, uh, what's his name? Guy that came right after him. He was a, a rookie or a young guy. He left. And now, what's his name? Come on, Nortman, Greg Norton. Yep, yep, Norton. Norton was playing excellent for it. Striking the ball really well. So, and then now we got um, Joseph Charlton uh, 
playing extremely, extremely well. He started off a little rocky when he got here, but um, you can definitely see him coming into his own. And then uh, the last guy I was most impressed with was Shy Smith. Um, hopefully we can get him some more targets, man. I think yeah. he's ready. I think I think they said they're force feeding Terrace. I think you can force feed Shy at this point too, just to see what he's on and you know, see what he's got. Um, get that man in space. You can get him the ball different ways, sweeps, in the rounds, all that good stuff. Just get the man the ball, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let him lose, <Please>. coach. <clears throat> Yeah, he's, he's special, bro. Uh, it, you could tell his his route running is just polished. <laughs> it's polished, man. Great footwork. He, he knows you that he's angle benders. You know, it's just it's nice, man. It's nice. It's nice. You can't fake route running, bro. You can fake everything else. You can't fake route running. Like for real. <laughs> and, and the boy gets separation, like. I mean, you know, that was one of the things that stood out to me when, um, you know, the first time I heard about Shot Smith was at the Senior Bowl, you know, when they was doing the highlights. And, you know, when they was showing the wide receiver versus DB drills, like, like he was leaving, like, good cornerback, you know, you know, like, like, bruh, keep up, you know, like, you know, we're on TV, bruh, you know, don't, don't, don't make yourself look so bad, you know. But, um, really well too, man. Yeah, so it, it's my hope that, you know, with the wide receiver talent that we have, that Joe Brady, you know, actually expands our personnel groupings. I would love to see us run some 10 personnel, you know, with four wide receivers with a McCaffrey in the back. Um, you know, just to put pressure on the defense. Let's see how good the other teams, nickel and, and dime backs, their third and fourth string cornerbacks really are. Hmm. You know, you know, when you, you – because know, if you throw out a – you know, a DJ and a Robbie, then you throw a Shy and a Terrence in a slot. Okay, let's dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Terrence is going to be bigger than most of your nickel nickelbacks. And, you know, like we just said, for Shy getting that separation. So, um, you know, it, it just be just be something. Then, you know, you, you got to worry about what McCaffrey going to do, you know, coming out the backfield. So, mm-hmm. You know that's that that would be a, a personal group, and that I that I hope they will see more because you know it seems like the thing that we like to run the most is eleven personnel with three wides, a tight end, and a running back. And I get it, but uh, with the talent we got, I, I really hope that uh, that Joe Brady goes into his bag and uh, really uh, maximizes his way to get this talent on the field because it's definitely there. Yeah, I think the old school train of thought is when you're weak at the tackles, you want to play more two tight ends to try to give you. Tackles that help coming off the edge. Why not spread the defense out and get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quicker? So go put those four receivers out there. Let's see if they can win quickly at their release. Get that ball out and put less pressure on your tackles that way. And I think that's what Joe Brady was able to do at LSU. We talk about how their lineman's job was so easy because the ball was coming out of Joe Burrow's hands so fast. And Jefferson, Chase, and Marshall were able to get quick separation on their releases. So when you get the ball out quick, receivers can get separation. That's going to just make your offensive line's job easier as well. So you don't necessarily have to run two tight end sets to mask your tackles. Word. 100. Digest that shit, people. <laughs> We're talking football around here. Shoot. I, I, I would love to see a two tight end set. And, and again, we, you know, we talked about this before, and I keep going back to when we had um, Chud as our OC and we had – was it Shockey and um, another Shockey tight end? And 
chalk in those. I mean, we ran a two tight end set, man, was and was just damaging people in the middle of the field. Um, uh, it, it'd be nice, man. It, it it'd be nice. And I, I noticed somebody commented earlier that that we're, we're missing armor. I think we are. Man, don't get me started. For sure. <laughs> I think we are, man. Like, like he he was he he loved to hit people. Loved to hit people. That's why I was like, if we you know, if we draft his replacement, let his replacement do because if nothing else, that's what you know Tommy Trumbull had the reputation known for coming in, you know, coming into is that he was a a vicious, nasty blocker. So, you know, it, Shit, you know, with one yard to go, that's what I want. I want my vicious. I want my nasty. Yeah. That's what I need. This is just this, this is this is just about straight up physics. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to beat the hell out of you until we get into this end zone. So I need guys that's that's built like that. So yeah, this yeah, watching yeah, like I said, watching Colin Thompson trying to block um from the fullback position just really made me want to send a hey big head. You know, tweet the um Alex Harmon. So you know, somebody mentioned earlier they reminded him of Tim Tebow. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that, that Tim Tebow, nah, he block. wasn't that bad because least Thompson made contact. Tebow just curled up and just tried to just know what stop, drop, roll. I don't and I, I don't He's like, yeah, let me let me get this grass stain on my jersey. <laughs> Man. And he's on he's on another team now too. Go 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 figure. Go pick them up. Oh shit. Who was it? I don't I didn't even pay attention. I just I scoffed at it and kept scrolling. <laughs> um, hopefully it's a rumor. I, I hope somebody didn't pick that man up. I mean, gosh, man. There's people out there that I can actually play that needs a roster spot. But anyway. All right. Um oh, Lars is in a building. Wow. Uh-huh. Incredible. Ooh. Wow. That's tired. That's petty. You know what? Uh. That, that's on me because I, I trusted the film too much. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, that's on me. Boy, I had to, <laughs> I had to release, I had to drop, I dropped both Terrace and ETN, bro. ETN out for the season. That's wild. Yeah, they just had wild. it out for me. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Got two elite quarterbacks, though. Yeah, we're going to die up, but we're going to be trash. We're going to be garbage. Oh, man. At least we're going to be like the top of the can. We ain't going to be at the bottom of the can where all the juice at. We gonna, we, I'm, I'm going to get a win or two. Word, word. Monty going to forget to set his lineup. Oh. <laughs> My daughter going to smoke him for them new pair of sneaks. <laughs> hey. Look, Jelani got it. I don't want no smoke. I'm just trying to get this little one-two win season out and then go. <laughs> Look, she drafted. You know, y'all want to know the funny part about that? Uh, about that draft, she told me later they had some sort of kind of like situation in the house. Uh, her about two thirds of her lineup was auto drafted. So when she got both Kelsey and Kittle at tight end, I'm like, whoa, oh, how in the world? Wow. She got Claypool from me. I should have drafted Claypool instead of uh, second guessing that. Oh, I already that know who. Gonna, so when you got those two tight ends, you know you can just flop them to be your flex at any day. 
She's like, Daddy, you know, I hate the 49ers. I want to take none of their players. It was set on auto draft, and I ain't get to the last five picks. So I'm like, oh, well, you got a squad. Yeah, I know, right? It's about numbers. Shoot. And just let y'all know, we talking about the four-man rush fantasy draft that we uh, that we just had this past Monday. So, mm. You going to open it up to the public sometime down the road? Um, sure. Why not? I mean, hey, you know, if anybody's interested. Knows, who knows? Um, anybody want to touch on the uh, the question here? What what you guys think about the safety depth that we have right now? Not a lot of big names, but a lot of talent. Um, I mean, I think your starters are kind of penciled in already. It's going to be Jeremy Chin at free safety and Justin Burris at strong safety. And uh, Phil Snow had mentioned he wanted Jeremy Chen at free safety because he felt like he took a little bit of a beating playing in the box so much. So, I mean, you think he's going to have somewhat of a similar role he did last year. That's just a guy you want near the football so he can fly around and make plays, but he want to also limit his reps that close to the line of scrimmage so he's not taking that beating. I mean, it's a 17-game season, and those are a lot of hits. You know, trying to take on blockers, you know, being in on every tackle. You know, just got to, you know, tackling tight ends, banging with fullbacks. So, you know, playing him in a free safety just allows him to roam around the field still but not take as many hits and get as beat up as he was on the back end. But behind them, I think you got a lot of young, talented guys that have played well. I mean, it starts with my guy, Sam Franklin, who I was high on coming out of Temple as an undrafted free agent. He got a few reps last season. Got a sack on Patrick Mahomes. Very next play at another. Tackle for loss, if I recall. Had a big pass breakup against Julio Jones last year in the Falcon game. So. And we'll see what he does in his year two development curve. I mean, I think he's a guy that has starter potential and may even beat out Justin Burris before the season's over. Uh, Kenny Robinson, he's more of a true, pure free safety. Unfortunately, he got injured. I think he's out two weeks. But he had a great game last week. I think he was one of our our best performers against the uh, Colts. And then behind them, I think you got more depth guys who may try to sneak in and get on the roster, like um, Sean Chandler, who's at a great camp. I think he's at third string safety right now, so it might be a bit of a long shot. But, I mean, hey, if we keep five safeties, you know, he'll be right there in the mix. Miles Hartsfield, you know, he has the ability to play either a deep free safety or come down, cover as a nickel. I mean, he was also a running back, I think, at Ole Miss in college. So he's just kind of an athlete that you want on your roster that can also come in and provide matchup advantages for your defense. So it's not the biggest – Names you'll see, you know, no all-pro um, type guys behind besides Chen, who I think has that type of potential. But a lot of young guys with a lot of upside potential, they get better every week. They work hard. They fly around the ball. They're trash talkers. I think once you get to know them and see them play, you'll like them. Mm. Word, word. Uh, Kevin, you want to take uh, Charles's uh, question here? Do you think Fitterer going to look to fix this line after cuts? And what would you think if he, if he made a call to Cap as a backup quarterback? Yeah, we're still talking about Kaepernick, folks. That's right. Well, Kevin. And <laughs> uh, the only Cap I care about is the latest Panthers Cap. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like, that's... I, man, look. Yeah, I ain't, man. No. No. Matter of fact, hell no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't even know any other language, but no, no, no. This this the cap we got around here. This is just the cap that's gonna be on the team. Pound the cap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um no cap. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, as far as looking to fix his line after the cuts, I think he'll look to see who's out there. Um, but it seems like Rule do, does have his mind set up. So unless there's a surprise cut, that's that's a significant improvement because every year it seems like there is some surprise cuts like, damn, they really let this guy go, you know, so it'd be something to take a look at here, but I, um, I really wouldn't need, I'll be more on the side of saying that we're going to roll with the guys that's been in the playbook that's been getting the reps so far, but he's definitely not afraid about, uh, uh, about pulling the, uh, pulling the trigger here mm-hmm. um, as far as that regards. And, um, uh, oh, this question, what are y'all opinion on Sam? Was it Franklin? That what you put up town? Uh question? I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking she's asking Sam for real for real. I think oh. Yeah. Well, we could talk about all the Sams, really. Um <laughs> <laughs> shoot. Um, yeah, let's start, let's start with Sam Darnold. Yeah, me, I'm y'all know I'm on record. I was not happy when we traded for Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> you know, I, I haven't been the ones overly excited, but I haven't been the one that's trying to run him in the ground like a lot of you Camther fans out there or, or you know, just just anybody that's not Cam is not good enough and wish death on anybody else to play quarterback for us. You know, y'all can get the hell on with that. But, uh, but Mary, if you're talking about Sam Donald, um, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Like, I know we didn't see much, you know, with the two passes, but, um, you know, just from what's seen in practice for whatever that's worth, um, he's been okay. He's been good. He's been – like a C plus student, he hasn't. I mean, he's done had some wild plays, and he done had some, bro. What are you doing, plays? But one thing he hasn't had a lot of in camp is interceptions. Um, now again, it's practice, so you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, and it's only thrown two practice, two uh, passes in preseason so far. So him, him getting a full half against this Steelers defense, I definitely want to see. Um, and now she's talking about Sam Franklin. Uh, you know, I owe it to Will for, you know, putting me on the, the potential of Sam because I think he was like, what, um, working at Applebee's or something when Rue gave him a call to, you know, come join the team last year. And, you know, at one point, you know, was like starting, you know, after Burrs got hurt. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as far as Sam Franklin um, goes, I definitely, uh, you know, I, hey, if he pushes an earn a spot, I'm all for it. But y'all know that Phil Snow like to run three safety packages, right? So, you know, it's, it's going to be times we're going to see um, three safeties on the field, you know, lined up. So, I'm – so, yeah, so, Mary, whether Sam Franklin, Sam Donald, that's how I feel. Word, word. Uh, J.D., how do you feel about old Sammy? Uh, Darnold, that is. Uh, Sam Darnold, um, if I had to put it in three words, talented but inconsistent. And um, I think, yeah, yeah, (laughs) real talk. He's right at home. (laughs) He's right in. No cap. I think I was – originally I was not a fan of it just because of the capital we did give up. I felt like we we moved from a bridge to a bridge quarterback. So it, it felt like a lateral move. And I'm not a fan of giving up that much capital, even though people are like, oh, it ain't never been a second-round pick next year. You ain't going to miss it until it's next year, <laughs> to be honest. We really? we have no clue how how deep this this next class is going to be right now. Like, 
with people declaring and all this other stuff changing and the the football season hadn't even started yet for college. It's like we it's there it's so fluid right now that we could really miss that second round pick. And for a team that doesn't have well, has a lot of young players and a lot of question marks still on the O line, yo, that could be a starter for the next five years. And I, I just think I think for a lateral move, if if this move was for an established quarterback coming in day one and we had an established offensive line for that established quarterback, I would be a fan of the move. But mm-hmm. being that we don't have an established quarterback, we had a bridge, and we don't have an established O-line, we, we just recently, this, offseason, this preseason, this training camp, extended our best offensive lineman and now we're thought now we might have to move him over to the other side just so our quarterback doesn't die. It, it, it's a fluid situation. I think people are giving too much credit to the quarterback position when the quarterback can't do his job if the offensive line ain't doing their job. Well, there you go, folks. That's how that's how we feel about Sam. Uh, I, I I agree with all you guys. To be honest with you, man, it's, it's the inconsistency for me. I, now I mentioned this um, on social media earlier. To me personally, if 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 Sam Darnold comes in and you know he 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 you know revisits his you know Jets statistics with this team, get rid of get rid of Teddy was a bad idea because we didn't we didn't accomplish anything. At least Teddy was Teddy knew the system and he already had a rapport with the receiver class. That, that we have he had two thousand yard receivers i mean if, if sam can't pull that off man I'm, I'm gonna have issues but but you also have to throw in the fact that if we have a healthy cmc that that might not be an issue anyway because cmc is going to take a lot of pressure off of sam that he didn't do with teddy you know we're gonna have some fans trying to compare all the quarterbacks between cam teddy and sam <laughs> you know somebody gonna be that one you know, even, doing the weekly update on all, even on, on all three quarterbacks. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, even Phil. So it's just, it, it's gonna be crazy, man. But um, I, you know, what what type of stats? And I know you know people like Thorson, but what kind of stats would be considered a good year for Sam for as far as like touchdown, interception, like yardage wise? Like, what would y'all say would be considered? You know what? This was a good move for us. Like, what type of numbers would make y'all feel comfortable that we uh, made the move for Sam this year? That's like within reason. Go ahead, Will. I mean, let's keep it a buck. The guy had nine touchdowns and eleven interceptions last year. So I mean, we're, 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 we're starting from rock bottom. I mean, let's, let's keep it a buck. He was he was the worst rated quarterback in the league, thirty two. So mm-hmm. let's not sugarcoat that. He hasn't been good. I don't know what the you know the circumstances weren't great. I'll give him that. His talent is undeniable. I can't give. I can't take that away from him. He's a very good athlete. He's got mm-hmm. very good arm talent. He showed a lot of flash plays on tape. But I mean, you are what you put on tape. You are what your resume says you are. I mean, he was the lowest-rated quarterback, thirty-two in the entire NFL last year, on a nine touchdowns, eleven interceptions. So, what kind of improvement can you expect realistically, going from thirty-two to what maybe you know top? You know, top 20, 25, 2025 range, be kind of a below average type guy. Maybe give us 21 TDs, 
15 interceptions, 3,500 yards, something like that. I think that's kind of a step in the right direction off where we came from last year. I mean, I think we're going to be a running team, to be honest. When they're going to pound the rock. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is going to get his, you know, 350 touches plus. Um, we got a lot of depth behind him. They're going to get their touches. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of the short passing game isn't going anywhere. DJ will get his screens, get his reverses, you know, make his plays like that. So I'm, I think they'll take a lot of pressure off him. And I could just see him kind of maybe 20 touchdowns, 21 TDs, maybe 15 interceptions. And I think that's where we'll kind of kind of see a good uh, step forward for him over last year. But let's not expect him to go from 32 to top five making Pro Bowls and throwing 50 touchdowns. Let's yeah. be realistic in his progression and development. He's got to get better. He's not there yet. We, we just got to see a slow progression to give us something to look forward to. Because I think next year is his true uh, prove-it year. That makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, J, JD, we want to answer Kevin's question. Question, Excuse me. I, I, I don't like playing the numbers game. Because there's a lot of there, there's so many variables That's true. that we're looking at. Like this is not the same team that we had last year. No. Um, we're adding so many other weapons. We lost some. Well, two of our best blockers wasn't even Olama. We lost them this offseason. So it's like <laughs> it, it's it's too many variables for me to say. But I, I would think, given his track record, he's never had an interception percentage under three. So. Three percent, then that's that's pretty low. Um, so I would say anywhere mid twenties. So we're thinking twenty five, and anywhere low teens for um, mid twenties for touchdowns. So like plus or minus two. So we'll say like twenty three touchdowns. Uh, the work the the most interceptions he's had in the season probably fifteen is rookie year. So I would say anything under 14 for interceptions and anything at or above uh, 24 for touchdowns would be, uh, I think, uh, uh, a reasonable outcome. But I don't think that that's necessarily a win, um, if that makes sense, just because we got so many pieces that that are new. We adding Dan Arnold. First time we're going to have a tight end um actually be something of uh, some semblance of a weapon in the passing game since Greg Olson. So I have no clue how this offense is going to look, but as long as he gives me under, under, I say under 14 interceptions, about 24 touchdowns, I guess I'll be, I guess that'll be uh, acceptable. Yeah. Our very own uh, Larry for him, our smooth, uh, he's 3,800 yards, 25 touchdowns, 13 picks. Um, we have our man, uh, J.D. Costin, 910 from Twitter, uh, 3850, 3,850 yards, 24 touchdowns, 11 picks. Uh, that's that's where that's where I would I would you know place my number um, assessment. Kevin, what do you think? Um, you know, this might surprise you because I said uh, that I wasn't a fan of his, but. Uh, he had nine this past year. I'm gonna say he triples that. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a three-one touchdown interception ratio. I said twenty-seven touchdowns, nine interceptions. Because hmm. my God, you got a Christian McCaffrey 
to hand that motherfucking ball off to. Like, 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 respect that play action. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the possibility of seeing a, a DJ or Robbie Anderson, you know, with one-on-one coverage because you got to respect the pay action. You know, because you guys gonna sit back with just seven in the box, even though we don't have the best offensive line with Chris McCaffrey, I'll take that all day. Yeah, play your yeah, play play a base defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, w- w- and and just have your regular seven defenders in the box. I'll 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 play the odds with that with the uh, uh with with a motivated something to prove McCaffrey. Mm. You know, what I'm saying coming back. Um, but yeah, so put me down for for Sam Donald. 27 touchdowns, and I'm going to say he keeps it right up on the 10. I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say nine interceptions. Uh, I like Smooth, say, about 20, 36, 3,800 yards. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, what I'm, that's, what I, that's what I'll do. Yeah. If, yeah, if he do that, Joe Brady gone. <laughs> Long gone. Oh, man. <laughs> First flight out of Charlotte, Douglas. Come on, man. Don't say shit like that. But you right. I mean, he hell, he got a damn interview after his first year, and come on, bro, he got two interviews but no second interviews. And folks talking about, oh, we got our top coaching commodity. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Don't be fooled, don't be fooled folks. Right. Fool. Um, <laughs> Jason Jason Marsh said Cam Cam Newton gave us fifty touchdowns with nobodies. He had a good old line that year, though. I mean, interior old line was probably the best, one of the best in the league. At Norwell, Khalil, and Trey, mm-hmm. Michael Owen was playing good football that year. Mm-hmm. As bad as Rimmers played in the Super Bowl, he was serviceable throughout the season. Throughout the season, so yeah. I just thought we protected him well that year. He was able to step into his throws and had that pocket. I don't know. I'm not confident Darnold will have that kind of protection, especially on yeah. that left side with Irvin and Elfline, you know, being under pressure. All that time, mm-hmm. we yeah. hate on that. We hate on that old line, but bruh, the only reason why we hate on them is because they played the best front seven in the last decade or so in football. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. whose fault is it, Mike Rimmers, for not being able to block Vaughn Miller, or Mike Shula for making Mike Rimmers try to block Vaughn Miller one on one? Yeah, Shula. he was put the blame where it belongs. <laughs> I mean, he was in so many one on one situations, man. I don't understand, bro. Even after the halftime, he still had him in one on one situations. What's sick? Yeah, and actually, to be there. one step further, you see a lot of those sacks. The fullback was supposed to chip and didn't. So is it, that's the thing about football. It's not in blame. I'm just trying to make a point here. You think you was watching on TV. Oh, it's Rimmer's fault. And you say, why is he one-on-one? Oh, that's Shula's fault. Then you watch it again, and you hear Greg Olson, and people talk about it. You see a fullback not chipping when you're supposed to. So now you're understanding there's more to it than just one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a fullback that decided to want to, you know, wear Nike gloves for the first time all season and had two fumbles. But, you know, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let that be great. But, yeah, Cam actually had 45 touchdowns, 35 passing, 10 rushing. So it wasn't quite that 50 mark um, here, but uh, close enough. But, uh, yeah, I uh, – um, Cause here's the thing, even you know, let's just say we did get good old line play. Well, you brought up, you was bringing up the stats. Like I don't know if you remember off the top, but uh, even what didn't, and we had to take it with a grain of salt because we know how we feel about PFF. But didn't they say something about even with a clean pocket, like Sam Donald was like 
in the bottom part, throwing from a clean pocket. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 how depressing would that be if this line that we're so worried about actually plays decent and well? You know, and, and that and that mm. takes place. Be like, man, God dang! You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, just, just something to look out for. <laughs> that comment. Why do we still have two long snappers on this team, gentlemen? Why? Why? Somebody's agent made a deal and got his guy drafted in the seventh round. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> Any questions? Yeah, because it's eight. I, I had to turn my camera on for this one. <laughs> oh, well, Larry. Hey, I don't hear J.J. Jansen still winning the long stabber competition. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? The Larry t- Larry types. I don't want to hear anything, or I don't want to hear nothing about no old line or no line when most of y'all were against me when I said resign Norwell. I wasn't against that. Oh man, we ain't had no cap, bro. I was gonna say that's a cap situation. I'm sure that was the last year of our cap hell, man. We ain't... Oh man, yeah. That hurt my feelings. We ain't got no McDonald's money. You know what? He hasn't been been... the last game, man. Don't let him fool you about his negativity on the O line. Well, he came in our group chat and was like, "Oh, Cam Irving had a great block. He showed some dog in him. I like what (laughs) I call Cam Irving." Don't let him fool you, young. In private, he liked what he saw from Cam Irving last week. Don't let Smooth (laughs) fool you. You know he ain't out there trying to be funny, but nah, he was impressed with Cam Irving. You don't think that was that Florida State bias coming out, do you, Will? The Florida State ain't Florida State where the coach was shooting water guns at his guys catching punts to try to train them for that. Water guns? <laughs> Bruh. Help them, Lord. The Larry types, they found a way to give Shaq that bread. Yeah, right. They did. They gave the wrong man the money. The hey, that was her, that was Herney before he got the fuck up out of here. That was that was Hernanism. That was that was Herney's last bad contract. Fucking figures. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Shaq, but like I said, I don't know what happened. But you know, different players respond differently. But like I say, he ain't been the same since his mom passed when we was over in London. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen his game as just like he'll show glimpses. He'll make us think he' about to break out of it. But that uh, that consistency, man, I just. Uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, I would like to think with this D-line talent in front of him that he can, uh, you know, bounce back and and and, and have a, a a stellar year. But you know, with Jermaine Carter being mentioned at a as a starter, Mike, so that puts Shaq back at what outside linebacker. You know, what I'm saying well, it depends on what front we run because if we run the thirty front, yeah. I think him and Jermaine would be the insides, and Brian Burns and Reddit would be the outside linebackers on a 30 front, particularly if we went base, but um, yeah, interesting to see. J.D. Boy got the uh, got the start in his fourth year, high run, like a contract year. So, hmm. and I oh, hope, yeah. I hope oh, he y'all, y'all, pay y'all, right. He's, oh, y'all paid Shaq this? Hold my beer. <laughs> hmm. it be like, hold on, that's that Herney money. We, we don't play that. We don't do that here. No, we don't do that here. <laughs> He's gonna be like, oh nah, bro. I hope we I, I hope he forced us to come up off the bag though for making him sit behind 
inconsistency for a whole season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, well, I gotta be honest, though, he was bragging about want to make special teams Pro Bowl now. So that's not like his focus was all about that. <laughs> oh, you know, Lord. You know, he's been a whole about vote for me, Pro Bowl, special teams. Like, bruh. Boy, in no way, boy. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Um, yeah, yeah, but Suleiman, Suleiman behind ideas like he's in the Godfathers. I have a deal that you cannot refuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know we talked we talked briefly about the about the defense already. First team, um, our our front is going to be a problem. Our our linebacker core is a question mark. Honestly, I know Carter's Car. I say Carter's really a, he's he's become the uh, the student of the film room now. Akin to Keekly kind of sort of. You see, he's spending a lot of time in the film room and stuff, man. So I mean, you know, I, I I would like to see Carter have a breakout season. I really would. I love his energy and things of that nature. Our secondary is our secondary is going to be tested, man. But quite honestly, I think the pass rush will make a difference in that in that scenario. Um, if we can stop the run, we're going we're going to be a problem. If you got yeah, Raven game, they got gassed a little bit in the run game. And I think the weaknesses are on the perimeter. I think that's where we got to um, toughen up a little bit. I think Brian Burns is much improved as an edge setter. And we saw a lot of improvement last year from his rookie year. So yeah. I expect him to be better there. Hassan Reddick, man, like with 230 pounds, I don't think he'll ever really truly be an edge setter in the run game. So maybe that's a weaknesses they, they look to attack at. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I love what we got in the interior with Jones and DB. I mean, they're going to be – you know, clogging up that inside pretty well. Mm. Uh, linebackers, you know, see how Carter does as a starter. I mean, that's going to be where the upgrade is. Carter, instead of Whitehead, he's going to be able to, you know, take advantage of those Derrick Brown double teams, stay clean, get in, scrape, make those tackles. But – and that's my biggest concern is more to run defense, um, especially on the perimeter. And we'll see how that improves. That was our weakness last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um. <laughs> I know a lot of people have been talking about why we should sign Robbie and this question is why <laughs> sign Robbie when they tried to trade him. Look, I mean, we're going to have TMJ for at least another three seasons, hopefully four seasons, maybe even. Um, why not? Why not have, you know, a, a solid number one, one, a one B receiver and a stud in the wings, you know, you know I mean, Folks, you want to you want to make it as difficult as possible for defensive coordinators to guard what the fuck you can do. If you have the more weapons you have, the harder it is to guard, especially when you got CMC coming out the backfield. Let's right. talk about, uh, about the trade. That was never uh, um, a rumor. People like this in the offseason. Everybody's on the trade block. I mean, it is, it is what it is. So the guy being on the trade block isn't the news that you think it is. Mm-hmm. So just because maybe his name got bought up in talks, nothing ever went through, he's still here. Why do you keep him? I mean, why is Tampa Bay allowed to have – let's look what Tampa Bay's got, right? Get we got him. Ronald Jones. We got Leonard Fournette. We got Mike Evans. We got Chris Godwin. We got Antonio Brown. We got Cameron Brake. We got O.J. Howard. Why are they allowed to have seven legitimate and weapons? And y'all complain about us having three. And I mean, Gronk, on, that's eight. Right, right, yeah, eight. Hey. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Oh, it's, like, it's like Panther fans, like, we just we just been so mediocre as a franchise that we got mediocre 
thoughts here. It's like it's like, oh, we got more than two good receivers. Oh, we can't keep them all or whatever. Like, look how long like like you just mentioned Tampa Bay. Like, look how long KC them been they, they had to keep Kelsey, yep. Tyreek Hill, uh McCole Hartman. Um they drafted another. I know they went the rest line. They they picked up somebody else, if I'm not mistaken. Edward Z uh, still there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like this this rule that we can only have but so many playmakers on offense. Um, you know, like one injury could happen at any given time on any play. You know, you got to keep the show going. Two, there's a certain thing called having quality depth. Cornell, you know, Powell. as well. You know, like I was mentioned earlier, to put pressure on defenses by having your four best wide receivers out there on the field at one time. Pick a poison, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna get this work. So I mean, Panther fans, like, like, open up your mind and realize it's it's okay to have five, six, you know, reliable threats on on the field. I know they can't all be out there exactly at once, but it's okay that every time we line up, we got three people that the defense is worried about, and they're trying to figure out which one is going to cover. And we hope that the ones that ain't getting covered, you know, what I'm saying, ain't getting the ball. Like, it, it's it's okay to ha- to to put pressure on a defense by having that many. You know what I'm saying? Playmakers, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just be open. Just just open up your imagination to, you know, if anything, this is why we encourage y'all to use that Madden mind frame of of having, you know, more explosive players. Like, stop thinking that we can only have just a couple and that's 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 it. Ah, man. We got we got to utilize that stuff, man. What you think, J.D.? I'm going to keep it real simple for you. I feel like that question is like, why, why we got so many guys like – Bruh, we don't gotta eat ramen noodles no more. We can eat filet mignon sometimes, bruh. We 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 ain't gotta starve, beloved. Look, I, I done seen too many. I seen too many reps. I seen too many reps of Kaylin Clay struggling to 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 stack a corner on the boundary. Finally, stack him, make his move, and drop the ball. Like, are y'all not sick? Are y'all not tired? Uh, I'm, I'm tired and I ha- I'm, I'm tired of seeing Brenton Lord bless Brenton Burson. He was he was solid, but like, bro, come on now. <laughs> we do you think Jalen Ramsey was stunting Brenton Burson when we put a we we rolled we rolled man if we roll uh what's his name Mose Frazier out there you oh, think you no. think you think you think you think a defensive <laughs> back is gonna be like oh they got they got Robbie and DJ boy they 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 solid. Uh, and, and I ain't, I ain't, boy, they ain't studying none of that. You hear me? They ain't worried about none of that mid. None of it. Reggie. Boy, Reggie. you, you want to see a cornerback fall asleep? I, I dare you. I dare you to split Ian Thomas out wide. Do it. They will, they will fall asleep on your look. I'm gonna let don't y'all gonna make me cuss. Let me turn my mic off. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, hey, let's yeah. see that steak 48 some damn time. Like you said, put them Roman noodles down. Like, yeah, I do that no more. You know, it's it, the season's now, man. Either you win or you don't. I'm saying, like, because we got it out the mud, don't mean we got to stay in the mud, beloved. Facts. Shit. We can put on that good, good. We got to play in these games, man. But anyway. 
Man, we had Joe Webb out there wide take. Man, I wish Stop. y'all gonna have to kick me out because this, this really this really hurt my soul that we really we really thought we really thought. Oh my god, we really bought in some AFL XFL receivers. Like, oh come on, come on, bro, come on, take these reps. Oh my god, and y'all think y'all think. Y'all think, man, y'all think Marshawn Lattimore going to fear us two times a season and we out here rolling Mose Frazier out there to run a nine. Boy, he he, he out here doing that in his sleep. Oh, you hear me? It's a Tecmo Bowl uh, play. People, I'm <laughs> saying, we, we real. Man, we going to let these nines fly and y'all ain't going to say nothing else about it. Oh, man. Explain what a nine is. Some people might think you're talking about a gun, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please. Come Nine on. That's a, that's a fade. That's a fade. Yes. And we're going to be giving out fades like barbers. Oh, no. That's what we're going to do. Well, we get this old line right. We'll be able to do that. Right now, we're going to be running slants and stuff. We're going to get that one. We're going to get Larry back on here. But we're going to get that one day. We're going to be able to add some of these, some depth to these this route tree. Right now, we got a route bush. <laughs> Not the bush. It's a route bush. The bush said it, Lemon. It's, 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 very, it's very constricted. It's very constricted. Nothing nothing over a six. All right. So um shoot. What time what time's the game Friday? 7 30? 7 30. Bank of America Stadium, man. Last preseason game. And hey, since you guys are still on here, heads up, and we'll let you guys know. Um, our first postseason, I mean, postseason, excuse me, post game show will be this Friday evening after the uh, Steelers game. All right. So we'll, we'll be back on our hustle, um, with some, you know, real time breakdown, whatnot. Um, just after the game, we'll go through the bot score and all the good stuff. Um, prepping for the Jets game the following, uh, the following week. And, you know, we'll be back on our Grizzly, bud. Yeah, we, we we just need one preseason game to get right. That's all we need. That's you know, all, man. Just get the rest off, you know. Whatever. What not say? I just need one mic, one mic. One mic. <laughs> Take it back, man. Take it back. You know about that, Tim? <laughs> I love that shit. That's my shit right there. Let's go. I'm, I'm from the South, man, but I'm, I, was, I was a New York rapper kind of dude. Oh, okay. my shit, man. But um yeah, folks, be sure you guys tune in, man. Um, it'll I guess should we just do it straight up on YouTube, um, Facebook, and Twitter? We'll go we'll go live on all the platforms pretty much for the post game. Yeah. Yep, just tune in to all the platforms. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have some good things to say. I know. I know one uh, actually hold on before we before we go, I'm, I'm I know one uh one of our uh, viewers commented that they were worried about the Jets game. Are we going to pull that off? I don't know. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but can we beat the Jets? You guys fearful of the Jets? What do you think, Will? Oh, uh, you know, we got next week to break down the Jets. Honestly, I haven't watched them. I don't have much of an opinion. I just see highlights from Zach Wilson. He's balling. Well, we knew he was good, but yeah. – it's hard to say right now. I mean, I mean, we haven't. None of us have really seen enough about the Jets to give you that type of detail breakdown on their roster, what they have. I mean, I just know they're big name guys like Don, um, 
almost said Darnold, uh, Zach Wilson. They got um, Makai Becton, Quentin Williams, a good player, CJ Mosley. We'll get into more of that next week, man. We haven't yeah. really yeah. had that opportunity to break that team down yet. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to give you any fluff. Stay the kind of cool part is by this time next week, we'll have the final 53, right? Oh, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, because yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, uh, roster down to 53, August uh, 31st. So that's, um, yeah. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun to discuss. No doubt. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. who we like, who we mad about, who we like. How the hell did he make it? <laughs> so so make sure you guys tune in next week for our podcast uh, on, on that as well, man. We'll, we'll talk about the roster, finished roster, we'll, who's going to be starting and all that good stuff. And we'll talk about the Jets coming up. So another reason to tune the in. Yeah, man. All right, Panther fans, um, we'll get up on and off of here. Um, you guys have any parting shots? No. All right. Well, of course, as always, Panther fans, uh, thank you so much for dropping by on our Twitter uh, and uh, Facebook live recording of, the, of our uh, podcast. Um, shoot, be sure to, to um, hop on over to uh, the fourmanrush.com. Um, we have some great write-ups. Um, if you haven't checked out the uh, the breakdowns uh, throughout camp and all that good stuff and, uh, you know, and, and roster movements, all that stuff, go check out our blogs, man. we got some great write-ups from from the fellas, man. You guys will really enjoy that. Um, of course, you know, you can check, out, check us out on Instagram as well, um, Twitter, Facebook, obviously. Um, our YouTube channel is tight. You need to go check that out. Um Hey, and that's that's how it is. Shout out to Manscaped, manscaped.com, 4MRscape20. Enjoy uh, saving some money on that and getting something to take care of the gentles. Right on, right on. So on behalf of the 4 Rush crew and myself, thanks so much, folks. And as always, keep pounding. Steelers, Friday night, 730. If you can make it to the game, get your ass down and shoot. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Stadium lit, boy. Be cool if I could do the post game while still at my seat in the stadium. <laughs> I heard you get a really good Wi Fi system, so yeah, you might be able to. We'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Appreciate you guys, man. Y'all have a great night, man. Thanks again. Appreciate you. <laughs> She love it, we out in public and we can just chill with my partners and we can go back to my crib and just chill out the covers and do we call me and you love us. The Foreman Rush is brought to you by the love and respect of and for the Carolina Panthers and Carolina Panther fans everywhere. Keep pounding. The Four Men Rush is a non-affiliate of the Carolina Panther organization. All thoughts, assessments, and content of this podcast is directly related to the Four Men Rush exclusively. Thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 